Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. We've been talking about this report from the U.N. Human Rights Office. It has accused China of actions that may constitute international crimes, in particular crimes against humanity. It stems from China's mass detention of Uyghurs and other predominantly Muslim groups in the far western region of Xinjiang. We're going to take a closer look now with uh, Colin Murphy. He is a China government reporter based in Beijing. Colin, thank you for joining us. This it was a long awaited report. Give me a sense of why it was released today. Yes, very long awaited. I mean, it's uh, one of the reasons for the delay was the uh, the High Commissioner wanted to visit Xinjiang in person. And uh, while the invitation was extended a couple of years ago, getting her to uh, Xinjiang, getting her on the ground uh, was uh, held back for a number of reasons, including, of course, COVID. So she finally made that trip uh, in May of this year, uh, one that was criticized at the time by, by uh, human rights advocates. And uh, yesterday, uh, the, the 31st of August, was her uh, final day in office, and she had pledged to get the report out on the final day. And, and sure enough, right down to the wire, um, the report came out. So it's been uh, long anticipated, but I would say most people are, are, are saying it was worth the wait in some respects because uh, there's a lot in here that uh, definitely needs to be uh, discussed, unpacked, and, and considered going forward. Yes, crimes against humanity. I referenced that. Now, some countries, including the U.S., have accused Beijing of committing genocide in Xinjiang. Uh, does this report address the issue of genocide? Uh, no, from what we've uh, gone through the report, there's no reference to genocide. But, you know, there is a lot of other um, <laughs> damning things in there. And uh, basically, you know, everything from the uh, involuntary detention of people in the re-education centers to uh, denial, pe denying people the right to religious freedom, uh, to forced labor and onto, uh, you know, birth control policies. I mean, it basically covers the, the, the whole range of possible um, uh, human rights violations without uh, directly uh, arriving at a conclusion that genocide is in, in place. Has there been a response uh, to the report from Beijing? Uh, the uh, report itself does contain some of the uh, uh, sort of viewpoints from Beijing, um, but nothing since the report uh, published. But uh, yesterday, a day ahead, sort of in a, I, I guess in hindsight, it was what looks like a preemptive uh, attack on the report from the Chinese Foreign Ministry. They described it as a political stunt and that uh, it had been unduly influenced by the United States and other Western countries. So we're looking for more uh, response today and uh, it's obviously not going to be favorable. Um, and it is a big problem for Beijing because, you know, typically 
they have held up the United Nations as this sort of beacon of multilateralism and, and have been constantly sort of urging other countries, including the US, to follow the UN Charter. So it'll be interesting to see how they reconcile this report from the same body that they have held up in such high esteem up to now. So in fewer than, uh, well, or in less than two weeks, I should say, the Human Rights uh, Council will meet. Uh, the General Assembly will be convening here in New York City. Does this uh, open the door for meaningful action uh, by members? states? Uh, well, it definitely gives people a, a very solid uh, base with which to work with. Uh, the problem, of course, is that the High Commissioner herself has just left office, so it, a lot of this will fall on, on the desk of her uh, successor. But uh, there could also be actions taken by activist groups now that people are sort of re invigorated, shall we say, uh, on the Xinjiang issue, uh, we now have uh, the, you know, more sort of discussion and more evidence and the backing of, of the UN, of course, on this or the, the sort of the report that came out uh, sh sort of supporting a lot of research and a lot of the um, you know, positions that have been taken by activists in the past. So I would say that the pressure is definitely on now again um, to, to re-up this topic and, and to bring some meaningful uh, changes, if possible, try to influence China's behavior to bring about some meaningful change in Xinjiang. Colm, thank you so much uh, for joining us and uh, helping us understand the story. Uh, we are talking about the UN Human Rights Office accusing China of actions that may constitute international crimes, in particular crimes against humanity. Uh, it stems from the mass detention of Uyghur Muslims in uh, Xinjiang. Colm Murphy is China government reporter from Beijing, joining us here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.